Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. We've missed you. Can't believe how time is flying. We're already in week six of the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Before we break down those episodes, it's time for Bachelor Headlines. And one headline didn't actually make it out in the media, but it's apparently juicy and it's on our list to go down. Ben, apparently you were in Hawaii with Dean and Kaylin and your wife. And you like called out a six-year-old woman for her behavior. Oh, yeah. If this was caught on video, this would have been a massive headline. Was it bachelor induced? Like, as in. No. 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 Okay. So she didn't come to you as a fan? No. Opposite. Oh, okay. Okay. Opposite. Wasn't a fan of Bennett. <laughs> no, I don't think she has any clue who I am. Yeah. Nor does yeah. that, you know, matter or is it expected or anything like that. Yeah. I got really angry. I snapped. Um, okay. Jess has only seen me probably snap. Uh, what'd she call it? Get sassy. I think her and Kaylin called it get sassy. So yeah. maybe it's not. Um, I think she's probably seen it twice in our relationship. Um, Dean, I think, has seen it once. Kaylin's never seen it. And so I think it shook Kaylin. Um, you know, Ashley, I don't think anybody listening to the show uh, is unaware that I have some pet peeves. Um, I don't think anybody is unaware that the fact that, like, some things in life I feel uh, could be avoided. 
um, and probably would make everybody's life function a little better. Okay, Ben, before you go on, can I just guess what it was about if it wasn't like Bachelor related? Because I thought that maybe she came up and like said something about the way that you handled yourself as Bachelor so many years later, blah, blah, blah. So now that I know it's not Bachelor related, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. is it like the way she treated a server or um, people who worked at the hotel? A little bit. Not, no, not the, not in the place. So here's the situation. So Dean, Kayla and I, uh, Jessica, well, Dean, Kaylin, Jessica, and myself went to Hawaii. Uh, this is with Hilton Grand Vacations. It was a great trip, and it was uh, kind of in preparation for the big golf tournament that I love to play in um, that Hilton uh, sponsors. And so we went down. We were staying in Hawaii. It was kind of uh, something Jessica and I wanted to do because I couldn't make it to Dean's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, obviously, for their wedding, they didn't get to go on a honeymoon. So we're like, hey, this will be a really fun time for all of us to go down there together. We had a great time. Uh, really good time together. It's it's wild when you can stay in an apartment with four with well to another couple and it just goes so well. And we did. So when I went to a luau, went to this luau and there's probably I would say eight hundred people, a thousand people at this luau. It's huge. Holy moly! It's, yeah, it's beautiful. How many times do I say holy moly a week? I don't know. I haven't a counted. Lot. But. Too many. Too many. So we go to this luau, eight hundred people. And it's beautiful and it's great. And it's the kind of the entry to the night where food is being served and there's somebody doing an incredible like dance uh, on stage with like a guitar. It's a very like slow piece of the evening. Mm-hmm. And we get somebody comes up to us and they say, hey, can I get a picture? And of course, we all go, yeah, of course you can. Okay. So we take a, we so, take a picture. So it sounds bachelor fandom related. Yeah. So we get a picture. Okay. Uh, and then another person comes up and they say, Hey, can we get a picture? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, you can, you know, all of us, like this is all of us together. Being like, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead. And then once that person does, you know, there's like a, a little line of now people taking pictures. Okay. Again, the night hasn't started. Food is just being served. And you know, I'm at this point getting a l- not frustrated, but everybody comes up and says, just one more, one more, one last one. It's like, well, that's not true. Like, you can't say that there's one last one because there's going to be somebody brand new that comes up and that's fine too. Let's just, you know, let's just get through this. Let's do this because we're trying to enjoy our dinner. And, uh, and I, I never get like angry at people wanting pictures. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like, uh, it was, the line was getting longer, right? Okay. Yeah. So this person comes up and they say, Hey, can we get a picture? And it's like four ladies and they're great. And they're having a good time on their vacation. And this lady behind them goes, um, hey, Mr. Celebrity, how about you? Uh, how about you sit down? And I said, excuse me. And so we took the picture and then she goes, uh, how about you sit down or you move to take your pictures? And I said, I'm sorry. It's like, do you think I'm asking for pictures? And she goes, <laughs> well, you're the one getting all the pictures, Mr. Celebrity. What the? F- and I said, I said, I think your logic lady is incredibly flawed. And here's why. Did you say lady? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah I, did. I was mad. I was pretty mad. Yeah. And she was sitting right behind us. And I said, here's the deal. We're not blocking anything. People are asking to take pictures with us. If I had it my way, I would be sitting having dinner. Yeah, but of course. we're going to take pictures. And do you want me to get up and walk past now 800 people with four other people Every time somebody wants a picture with us so that we can get a picture and then we walk all the way back to our seats and sit down. Or would you rather me expedite this and take a picture as quick as we can so that everybody can get back to their evening? And she didn't say anything. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say good so response. Then the night starts. Yes. So then the night starts, right? Night uh-huh. starts. 
and I'm fuming because she she said it twice. I was really upset, and I just thought in my mind I was upset because I thought she was making it uncomfortable for not only me but also the people asking for pictures, which is an uncomfortable thing to yeah. do when you ask anybody to take a picture with you. I also thought that it was inappropriate of her to at any level blame Dean, Kalen, or myself for what was happening in this situation Mm -hmm. because we can't control it and there is no navigation to it other than get the picture and sit down or to say no, which makes you look like a jerk. Yeah. So then the night starts and oh, the fire begins and they, you know, start their whole show and she gets up and goes to the bathroom and I said, hey, you're missing the show, which probably was where I shouldn't have said anything else. Like I probably at this point should have kept it to myself. At that point, I felt bad. Yeah, you're just, you're fist. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just angry, fuming. Yeah, you just could um, not help yourself. No. So I'm sure yeah. somebody there that was sitting at her long table saw me stand at the table and tell her that I thought her logic was incredibly flawed and get really upset with her and also speak back to her. I don't feel bad about what I said to her because I do think she was in the wrong. I think there is a, a respect level and also, uh, you know, her having their wherewithal and the intelligence to know that, Hey, this probably isn't ideal for them either. And yes, it isn't ideal for me because now, you know, they are kind of standing in my way, but this isn't something that they asked for or tried to have happen. And so getting mad at them is not really, you know, getting to the heart of the issue. Um, I, I do, I was upset about that. Uh, I, I did lose sleep that night then because I felt bad for the people that were still in line wanting to picture because they didn't ask any longer. (laughs) Um, and I'm wondering if I made them feel like they were doing something bad. And, and I don't think anybody's doing anything bad here. I just think it's like, it's unfortunate that, you know, we're sitting in the middle table and yes, there is a line of people taking pictures now to close this at the appropriate time while dinner is being served and there is no show going on on the stage. What do you mean? Like if, if this would have been happening while the like actual luau was being done, like the dancing and the singing, then, then I, I would have oh, understood yeah. a little bit oh, more. Right, right, right. Of course, I still would have liked yes. the way she talked to us. Um, but I would have understood her frustration. The show hadn't even started yet. Like we were just eating dinner and having drinks. So yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what was going on with her. I thought you were going to say something that when she was walking to the bathroom and you said, uh, you're missing the show. I thought she was going to uh, retaliate. She didn't. Uh, I don't know. No, nothing. Okay. I mean, I think at that point it was over and I think it only could have got worse. That was very dumb of me. I should have kept it. I should have been mature enough to say, nope, the situation's done. It's over with. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But yes, I did, did get Dean, Did Dean and Kaylin and... They didn't and say Jess, a word. Would they, would they, would they, no? No, they didn't even say a word. They, I don't even know if they thought I was in the right. I think they were just like, dang. All right. Well, been snappy. Sassy is what they called me. <laughs> They said I got sassy. No, it's that's sassy. That's sassy. That's not like mean. It's sassy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like try to. I didn't say anything personally to attack her. Well, I mean, she was referring to as Mister Celebrity, like thinking as if you had an ego. I think. Yeah, Mister Celebrity. And I think her insinuating that you were bringing all this on because it's like something that you were like inviting, actively yeah. inviting. I think that's what really set you off. Set me off. Um, it did. And I think I, at that point, I was a little bit frustrated either. Also, because, you know, we hadn't had dinner together, which is fine. It's kind of expected. You know, you go to a big group and like Dean and Kaylin are a hot commodity right now. Like they're freshly married. They're just some people like they're people love them and they know them. So I get it. I just don't I don't like to feel 
I don't personally like to feel bad for something I feel like I couldn't control. Like I had done something wrong. Like I felt like I had done something wrong in this and I had it. Let's also just say that please come up to us and take pictures. (laughs) We love it and uh, never feel weird or awkward. Yeah. Just don't get mad at me during it. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Anyways, we do have other headlines um, this week, and uh, I'm hoping maybe somebody does have a video of me getting sassy. If it, you know, I know of a thousand people, you would think it hit the if it hit the web, I would I would want to watch it because I kind of like was so so mad I don't remember everything. Um, <laughs> anyways, the Golden Bachelor Sandra Mason reacts to criticism over a missing daughter's wedding for the show. This is something we've talked about on this podcast. I'm glad she's speaking out on it. Um, because we wanted a little perspective. We didn't talk about it last week, though. I don't think we, yeah, we did. did. Jess and I did. We we oh, you and Jess did. Okay, with, that's why it was Nana. in the week before. All right. Yeah. So, what was your take? Because Jess has a different take than me. So Nana, okay, go for it. Jess's Nana and I both said, "Hey, we understand. Like at some point in your life, maybe you got to be a little selfish. This felt like something that she wanted to try and do, and obviously, her and her daughter had agreed to this." And yes, it's a big moment, but it's also a big moment for her mom to like step back out there and go in the dating world again. Uh, is it ideal timing? No. Um, but we we understood that like, hey, it's okay. Jessica felt like it was, she, I just think weird. Jessica thinks about like the fact that if her mom missed her wedding, like how weird that would be for her. And I think she was like, I just can't imagine it. I agree with what you said. They definitely jointly came up with this plan. And the daughter was supportive of it. And here's why. I'm pretty sure the wedding, and I think she may have said this, and maybe it wasn't clear. It was really small. It almost like it was a courthouse wedding. It looked like it was like, um, just like a, it wasn't like a, a huge party. It wasn't like a thing. It was like a, we're going to go sign paperwork type thing. And in that case, I think she was like, mom, you don't have to be present when I'm just like going to the courthouse or having like the smallest ceremony ever. If it was a wedding like your wedding or like my wedding, like that would have been effing weird. It it would be weird. It it definitely would be odd. I still think though there's there's a world in which like it would be okay because her mom is trying something different and her mom is doing something for herself. And you know, you don't know the backstory of of their relationship and how often her mom has made Right. Me. But I do think we're a courthouse wedding. It makes a lot more sense. And then I'm assuming just like most courthouse weddings at some point in the future, the family gets together for like a good dinner or like to have some drinks or whatever to celebrate. And I'm guessing her mom will be at that. I'm guessing her. And like that would be. She says that. Okay. So this is what she says in, in the article. She knows she got a little backlash on it, but again, like no shade. There's no shade coming from me because as much as it would have been weird for one of my parents to miss my wedding circumstances, the specifics, we don't know. She and her daughter are cool with what, what went down. I think that there's also the question of if you knew that she was going to like at this point where she was top six, she should have known, or I don't know. Do you know? Do you not know whether she was going to continue on with Gary? Like, should she have left early knowing that maybe there were a good couple front runners before her? I, I don't think she has any idea, right? I mean, yeah. she's at that point. I think she's still up there. Yeah, well, that's what she said. She said like she felt like she had like a fifty-fifty shot of being. <laughs> Maybe she's. She says, "quote mathematically fifty percent or less than fifty percent." How? What is this? How does? How is this a real mathematically fifty percent or less than fifty percent chance? <laughs> Whatever that means. This is a quote from her. She says, "We had six women." 
That was her chance. So, you know, in my heart and in my psyche, I knew that Gary and I had formed a deeper, uh, one of the deeper relationships. Get that. Um, the bottom line here is that she's glad that she did this. Her her son-in-law said, a ceremony is eight minutes. Our marriage is for a lifetime. He said, go. And then, of course, my daughter's response was, mom, I've got my guy. You go get yours. The thought of me not coming to meet Gary was the wrong thing to do. So um, she said, we are all going to go out to dinner. And she went out and purchased a gift for them. And she's going to kiss them all over during their wedding celebration. And then she also has mentioned, because she's kind of active on Instagram, that she's had a lot of men sliding into the DMs. And she's excited to go and respond back. Um, She's very hopeful, been traveling a lot. And then she's going to get to her inbox very soon. (laughs) That's a piece of the Golden Bachelor that I'm excited to hear about as it continues and as these people come out in the public is if they are getting the DMs now and if they are going to get back out in the dating world because of this show. It's going to be very interesting. Well, uh, headline here that's interesting um, because it happened in 2018. But the headline is this, how former Bachelor Sean Lowe saved infant son's life. Yeah, so... It, it is interesting that it's coming out now. I'm wondering if they're just getting out there talking about RSV. Um, we've talked about RSV here on the podcast. Um, and you guys can go to bewareofrsv.com to learn more, especially since it's becoming like sixth season for kids. So this is what Sean and Catherine said recently. She said there was a time she was working. I don't know if she was out of town or whether she was just like on set or something. And she said that, that he was alone with their five five month old son at the time isaiah they he was coughing and just felt like there was like something like going on in his chest and he said that he goes to the pediatrician and they they go you've got to go to the er right now and he wasn't sure what was going on this is this is from Catherine. um she goes and my husband didn't even have his phone he rushed to the er and he used somebody else's phone to call when he got there and what had happened was the baby was diagnosed with RSV. And um, because at five months, the baby's immune system isn't fully developed, it needs time to grow stronger. The RSV can actually lead to like collapsed lung sacs, severe breathing issues, coughing, wheezing, difficulty breathing, pneumonia, all that stuff, bad things. And Catherine just said like the whole thing is so dramatic, traumatic. Um, she looks back and she can like, she sees... Isaiah is hooked up to all these tubes and she was like, that child was just in my arms and breastfeeding and now I can't even touch him. And of course we know that Isaiah has made a full recovery from that, but she just said that just having those fatherly instincts to take him right to the doctor and then to just run to the ER is, she's very, very thankful for it. Yeah. It's a good story. And one, uh, you know, during, as we enter into the winter time, parents should just be aware of, Kid gets yes. uh, kind of that respiratory issue and that cough. It is not something just to push off. Well, speaking of kids, um, just like every newly married couple, the first question publicly that everybody asks them is, "What's your plans for Honestly, a baby?" I feel bad for them. <laughs> like they're like two months off their wedding. Goodness gracious. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Bachelor in Paradise's Dylan Barber and Hannah Godwin reveal when they plan on having kids. Yeah, well, they're both so young. They're both still in their 20s. So their answer is five years from now, within five years. Um, that is the goal. 
they say that right now they are really just gonna use up the time to be travelers they're even thinking about um living in europe for a while like maybe not full-time but like a summer or two months here or there i feel like i felt like this early on whenever dude ask us i'd just be like i'm not planning on having kids like so people stop asking and like didn't really turn <laughs> no, on them. but no ben that's that's wrong for you because it's just wrong for you because like you're uh, born to be a father so then i yeah. would include I would inquire further and be like, but, but Ben, what do you mean? That is absolutely Maybe that's outrageous. You two are both, you two are both very much meant to be parents. So this is wrong and I must get to the bottom of it. No, I would have been like, it's, it's inappropriate for you to ask me. And that's well, what I would have said. And I would have thrown it back on every single person that did. And then nobody would ever want to talk to me again. And I would ruin everything, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it, no, is, uh, it, it is pretty outrageous that it happens so immediately after the wedding. Like, please so give newlyweds at least a year. I mean, it happened like two days later. We did an interview yeah. and they're like, when do you think about having kids? Honeymoon, baby? Yeah. I'm like, what? No. Jeez. Oh, I would have like, yeah, no. I The time of being newly married is one to treasure the two of you if that's i guess so you plan but that that was my style yeah well uh some people are uh expecting and have yes. planned yes. on having babies and Very this next planned. headline is uh, is about that uh bachelor's yeah. Haley ferguson is pregnant expecting first baby with husband this is super exciting uh for the former bachelor contestant who happened to also be on the same season I was. That's so sweet that you say like the same season you were as if like you weren't the bachelor, like my season. You don't call it my season. That's very sweet, Ben. It was all your seasons. It wasn't about me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are so excited for Haley. She's been trying for a while with her son, Ula. It's been about, it's been over a year that they've been trying and oh my gosh, we're just so happy for them because she's yeah. watched Emily be pregnant and with and with a twin who's pregnant and you guys are both married within the same time frame. It's just like, I can't imagine what she had to go through being like, are you guys trying? Do you want yeah. one? Did you want the kids to grow up together? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she's like, yes, I've been trying. We've been basically trying like along side of each other. And Emily got pregnant first and she now has a baby who I think is like, I don't know, over three months old. I know that. And now we get to say that Haley is, she's pregnant and it had happened via IVF. Um, It did take them a while. So they went through IUI first, which is usually recommended. And then that didn't work. So then they went right into IVF. And she also had a polyp removed from her uterus. So she's gone through a bit and we're just so happy for her. And she was very considerate in her Instagram reveal. It's really cute. It's a very cute reveal. The two of them are sitting in a cafe and they're reading a newspaper. It looks like an old school like photograph. And the headline says, um, baby Paul on the way. I hope I'm saying their name, their last name correctly. Paul Bay on the way. And she says, it's with extremely heavy hearts and tons of joy that Ula and I can officially share our exciting news. It's also important for me to recognize that even though I'm so happy to share this, part of me aches for anyone who sees this and feels pained. I know that feeling so well. I've shared my story and I've been able to build a beautiful, strong community of people who are also struggling with infertility. Please know that I understand if you need to step away from my page during this period and my heart is with you. It's, uh, it is exciting for the two of them. Uh, I am personally very excited to see Haley 
as a mom, uh, Emily obviously already is a mother. I, I have always had a question about Haley and Emily, though. Um, mm-hmm. Since we did The Bachelor, back then, they only ate, like, chicken nuggets and <laughs> french fries. Uh-huh, yeah. And I just wonder if that's still a thing. I think predominantly, yes, but I do think their palate has grown. Okay, that's just, this has been something I'm curious about. Um, and just an, a quick edit there. Uh, Ula is her husband, not her son. Ashley said son Ula, um, but ah. uh, <laughs> it's her husband. So if anybody's confused, <laughs> just want to so clear That's so weird. How did that come out of my mouth? I think you're probably reading about a baby and who knows where, you're, you know, minds are weird. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood <laughs> her husband. Um, my bad. Hey, it's not, we, we can cover it up. Hey, anyways, uh, this has been the headlines this week. Uh, more exciting headlines to come. We have some really great stuff coming your way. A breakdown of the Golden Bachelor that made me weep. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise that made me confused. And uh, and so much more. Stay tuned this week. Listen to the episodes. Ashley and I are going to stay busy. But until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.